Well, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee and Devotions. That's where every weekday morning we get together. We have a little bit of coffee. We get into God's Word. And we, you take it from here. Go and love for the Lord together. And this year, 2024, we'll make it through the numbers, through the book of Numbers, through Hebrews. Deuteronomy and, and Hebrews. Well, I'll have some coffee. We'll pray and get into God's Word. Okay. Okay. Oh, you drank all that milk, huh? Okay, let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for your Word. And I pray, Lord, that you would please help us to understand your Word this morning. Please apply it to our hearts. Teach us, Lord, to be holy as you are holy. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to move your tea for you. And we are still in the book of Numbers, chapter 5. Oh, Nathan, you do need a Bible. I'm just going to give you Daniel's for a moment. Okay. It's okay. All right, Numbers, chapter 5. And we're, we're, at a, we're at a really interesting point here in Numbers, chapter 5. We come to a law that is, has a lot of controversy, but I think is, uh, once we work through it, we'll be very easy for us to understand. So, Numbers chapter 5, beginning at verse 11. Nathan, can you read? How about you read 11 through 15? Okay. I'll read 16 through 28, and you can read 29 through 31. Yeah. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, and say to them, If any man's wife goes astray and behaves unfaithfully toward him, and a man lies with her and behaves you know, carnally. Carnally, yeah, it's like in the flesh. And it is hidden from the eyes of her husband, and it is concealed that she has defiled herself, and there was no witness against her, nor was she caught. The spirit of jealousy comes upon him, and he becomes jealous of his wife, who has defiled herself, or if the spirit of jealousy comes upon him, and he becomes jealous of his wife, although she has not defiled herself. Then the man shall bring his wife to the priest. He shall bring the offering required for one-tenth of an ephah of barley meal. She shall pour no oil and it on it and put no frankincense on it, because it is a grain offering of jealousy, an offering for remembering, for bringing iniquity to remembrance. Okay, so... What's, what's the problem going on here? Let's see. That's better. What's the, what's the problem going on here? There's a husband and the wife. And what's the husband suspect? That the wife being unfaithful toward him. That's right. That the wife is being unfaithful. That she's cheating on him, sleeping with, a number, with a number, another man, right? So he starts to get jealous and suspicious. And so uh, they don't know whether or not she has been unfaithful or not. And so the first thing that needs to happen is they need to go to the tabernacle and there's going to be a uh, grain offering of jealousy or a grain offering of remembrance. Okay, so that's the first thing. Now I'm going to read, the, there's kind of seven different steps here of what happens after that that the Lord's going to show. And I don't think this happens today, but I think in Israel... There are seven steps that they could follow to find out whether or not 
she had been faithful or not. Okay, you guys ready? Mm-hmm. And the priest shall bring her near and set her before the Lord. The priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel and take some of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle and put it in the water. Then the priest shall stand the woman before the Lord, uncover the woman's head, and put the offering for remembering in her hands, which is the grain offering of jealousy. And the priest shall have in his hand the bitter water that come that brings a curse. And the priest shall put her under oath, and say to the woman, If no man has lain with you, and if you have gone astray to uncleanness while under your husband's authority, be free from this bitter water that brings a curse. But if you have gone astray while under your husband's authority, and if you have defiled yourself, and some other man defiled yourself, and some other man other than your husband has lain with you, then the priest shall put the woman under the oath of the curse. And he shall say to the woman, The Lord make you a curse and an oath among your people. When the Lord makes you sorry, makes your right thigh rot and your belly swell. And may this water that causes the curse go into your stomach and make your belly swell and your thigh rot. Then the woman shall say, Amen. So be it. Then the priest shall write these curses in a book, and he shall scrape them off into the bitter water. And he shall make the woman drink the bitter water that brings a curse. And the water that brings the curse shall enter to, enter to become bitter. Then the priest shall take the grain offering of jealousy from the woman's hand, shall wave the offering before the Lord and bring it to the altar. And the priest shall take a handful of the offering as a memorial portion, burn it on the altar, and afterward make the woman drink the water. When she has, when he has made her drink the water, then it shall be. If she has defiled herself and behaved unfaithfully toward her husband, that the water that brings a curse will enter her and become bitter, and her belly will swell, her thigh will rot, and the woman will become a curse among her people. But if the woman is not defi- has not defiled herself and is clean, then she shall be free and may conceive children. You want to read the last part? Yeah, 29 through 31. This is the law of jealousy. Then a wife, while under her husband's authority, goes astray and defiles herself. Or when the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man, and he becomes jealous of his wife, then he shall stand the woman before the Lord, and the priest shall execute all this law upon her. Then the man shall be free from iniquity, but that woman shall bear her guilt. Yeah, right, so... Alright, so there's a few different steps here, right? So they're going to bring the grain offering. They're bringing the grain offering. They think that the husband thinks she's been unfaithful to him. Right? And so she here's the different steps, right? The priest puts her before the Lord. Number one, he uncovers her head. Number two, he puts the grain offering of jealousy in her hands. Number three, he makes he asks her for an oath. Right? Whether these things are true or not. If no, then she's free of curse. If yes, then what's going to happen to her belly? It's going to swell. It's going to swell. And what's going to happen to her thigh? 
Rot. It's going to rot. Right? The woman responds, yes or no. And then the and then this is an oath, right? So he, he writes it out on a piece of parchment. And they didn't have erasers back then, right? So they would take a razor blade of sorts, or like a knife, and they would scrape off the letter off the leather. And it would become like a pile of, of, of ink. And they would put that in the water. And what's in the water? What else is in the water? Uh, water. Well, <coughs> dust from the floor of the tabernacle. Right? So it's holy water with dust. And now the ink, the shavings from the words. Right? And so then what's going to happen is a woman's going to what with that water? She's going to drink a bit of it. She's going to drink it. No. Yeah, she's gonna, yeah, that's gross, huh? She's going to drink it. Uh, and then he's going to offer that. He, then the, the actual sacrifice is going to happen with that wave offering. He's going to burn a handful of that on the altar. And then everybody stops and they wait. What do they wait to see? If it starts happening. Yeah, if it starts happening. Now let me ask. If, her, if she's been unfaithful and she's got a baby and her belly swells and her thigh rots, what's going to happen to the baby? That's probably going to die. And what's going to happen to the woman if if this happens and becomes true? She's probably going to die. Yeah, right? So adultery in Israel was a capital punishment, right? So she she would be put to death, right? But do you think drinking some dusty water with some ink in it would typically cause a miscarriage or an abortion? Nope. Do you think it would normally make somebody's belly swell and their thigh rot? Nope. No, 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 it's not, this is not just like, you know, uh, chemistry or biology or, or like uh, Old Testament pharmacology, right? Like that's not what's happening here. Who's the one who would actually make the belly swell and the thigh rot? Yeah. It's the Lord himself, right? The Lord's the one prescribing this. It wouldn't be normal for this to happen. But the Lord's saying, I'm going to give you this weird thing. And this weird thing, when a husband thinks his wife cheated on him, Here's the way that I can I can prove it to you. <laughs> what if? Now, what if the guy is wrong? What if he's been jealous, but her thigh doesn't rot and her belly doesn't swell? And she's free to go. They're free to go. But do you think this is going to go well for the marriage? No. Do you think a husband's <laughs> going to want that child to, to die? No. Yeah, because it's his baby if it's a, his baby, right? Mm-hmm. So do you think that they did this very often? Nope. Right, we don't actually have any any story in the Old Testament about them ever actually doing this. Right, but this is one of these things that the Lord gives. Why? Let me ask. So, so we've talked a lot about this. But why do you think the Lord would give this type of commandment? What do you think the Lord is teaching us at the heart of this, what he loves? Justice. Okay, maybe justice. What's right? What and what do you think is right in this? That she, that the woman and the defiled his trust. Yeah, right. So God wants trust in a marriage, right? Should should husbands be able to trust their wives? Yeah. And should wives be able to trust their husbands? Yeah. Does he want fidelity mm-hmm. and loyalty mm-hmm. and love? That's right. Okay, let's go ahead and pray. Father, we thank you so much. 
that you are the one who gave us a law, do not commit adultery, but you gave us that because you desire safe homes, you desire covenant children, you desire a healthy and well-functioning society. Lord, we pray that you would please let us follow after you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, may the Lord bless you. Oh, <laughs> Deborah just walked in the Lord. May the <laughs> walk in the room. May the Lord bless you. May you walk in the joy and peace of Jesus Christ. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's message from God's Word for You, a ministry of Sharon RP Church in rural Southeast Iowa. We pray that the message would be used by God to transform your faith in your life this week. If you'd like to get more information about us, feel free to go to the website, SharonRPC.org. We'd love to invite you to worship with us. Our worship time is 10 a.m. every Sunday at 25204 160th Avenue, Morning Sun, Iowa, 52640. May God richly bless you this week.